Hilchish Kalim, Perek Tazayin, Hacha Aleph. Yesterday we talked about at what point a, a, a other earlier Taner is considered a Taner to be Kabbal Tuma. Today we'll talk about at what point you can, uh, how, how, you, how you make it ice Kaili. Taner got a large Taner, which was a very specific Shear, when you start demolishing it, how much must remain to be considered it's a Kaili? You can make it a little bit shorter, it's still an oven, still functioning. As long as it has still four tefachim of height, it's still functional as a tanner. Therefore, it's makabal tumah still. Less than four, it's not makabal tumah. Vakatim was the shear of a small oven. Shear of rubai is less than 50%. Kate said specifically, if the large one has four or more, uvakatim rubai, or a small oven has more than 50%, makabal tumah, it's makabal tumah. The kachim kav is less than that, ain't makabal tumah, it's not makabal tumah. Because that's the shear of when it's functional. So as long as there's 51% of the tanner is still functional, 51% of its height is still extent, right? You're demolishing it piece by piece. You're cutting slices, making it shorter and shorter. As long as 51%, more than 50% is there of a small one, or as long as four tefachim is there of a big one, it's still functional. Less than that, it's not functional. It's not a kabotum. And it's not that you smash it, you broke it down. Not you smash the smithereens, but you broke it to smaller pieces. Excuse me, so not only are we talking about is this what we just said true? Binigaya preventing it from being receptible to Tuma, even if it already became Tame, and you start breaking it down, once it gets less than these rever- than these respective amounts, four tvachim by a large one, less than half of a small one, it's no longer tar- Tuma, it's Tar, good. However, if it still has four tvachim by a large one, or a majority by a small oven, it's still Tame. Akira, now that's as far as a tanner goes. Remember, tanner is that cone shaped right. oven. Akira, which is that stove shaped range, in that case, as long as it has still three tvachim of its shear, it can serve as a function. Remember that when you. I'm sorry? Three, three fingers, yeah. Three it's boys. Remember that when you cook in a tanner, or when you cook on a cure, rather, the heat cooks the liquid in the pot, and that cooks the food. How hot does the liquid get already? 212 maximum, right? So as long as you have enough fire to make the liquid 212, as long as you can provide that kind of heat, the cure is still functional. An oven... I'm sorry? 180. No, water gets 212. What do you mean? Boiling temperature of water is 212. So, so unless you're cooking in oil, it's much more. But let's say water. But the point is that when it comes to dry cooking, when it comes to baking, the heat is much more intense. The kind of heat you need for baking is much hotter than for cooking water. And therefore, you have to have four, four tvachim of the tanner to be able to you know, have that insulated heat. When it comes to kira. A kupach, a kupach, which is, you know, which is an antagonist between a kupach and a tanner and a kira. Shaso lafia, if you made it's funny that I'm up in this parak at the end of our parak is going to describe to us what a kupach and a kira are. You keep using it, assuming we know what it is. Okay, the kupach, right? Which is basically a kira, except that instead of a regular kira, it only has one space to put a stove on top, so it, it insulates more heat. Shaso lafia, if you made it for cooking or baking, excuse me, shir katana, then it has the shir katana, and if it is to have four tefachim, it's still makabotuma. The visual, if it's meant to be cooking uh, with liquid, then again, it has the shear of a kira. Good. Dal. In which case, it makes a difference. So in which case, if it, even if it has less than four tefachim, it's still a kabotuma, as long as you have three etzboys. Dal. That base. Taner, a taner, shenitma became tame. All right, that's not good. You don't want to smash the smithereens. Is there a procedure you can use to matar it without having to smash the small pieces? The answer is yeah. You have to divide the three parts. Why three? Because if you have any one part, we're talking about dividing it from uh, vertically. If you have any one part that's more than half, then that part is still a kabotumba. If you divide it in three parts, evenly, each one's a third. 
of course, we're talking about each one is about the same size. The greatest tefillah shalachrosim, after that, you also have to peel off the layer of clay that, because these ovens apparently were made of like pieces that they pieced together, and they had like a layer of clay on inside and outside, and they have a solid piece of an oven. So these, this, uh, or even if not, even if, you, even if it was one solid piece, you cut it in three pieces, but the point is, is that there's a layer of clay inside and outside independent of the actual original pottery. So besides for the pottery pieces that form the oven, which those are you fire up in the kiln perhaps and you put it together you smooth it, you, you, you smooth it inside and outside with hard with clay right. then you fire up the oven and that became hard so there's right. kind of two parts to it there's the there's the coating does, of does, clay does and the original clay oh no the or not it's distinct right. you have to peel off that layer of clay on the pieces both on the inside and on the outside um that's the same okay Basically, each piece, like you see over here, where you, where you have this oven, and you divided it, you know, vertically, top, top to bottom, in three compartments, and, and uh, actually, that one is a better picture, but whatever. So, no, no, this one over here. Yeah. So you write the three compartments, and now you have each one separate. Then there's, so to speak, standing, freestanding on the ground, without any, any, uh, any clay on them. I mean, the truth is, there could be some clay attached, and the point is, is what's crucial is about pastus that there's no clay attaching them to each other, but they're considered no longer kalim, and therefore it's tar. That why dafka three pieces? Because chikul shnayim is divided two pieces evenly. Or even not even sorry, not even one's bigger, one's small. Then the big one is still tummy. Small one is tummy, but the big one is tummy. Therefore, three pieces even. Each one's a third. It's all tar. Why is it, why is it tummy? Because it's still, it, so as long as it retains the majority three, of, the ke- three, of, three, of the original keli. Well, here it's a lot bigger. It's the entire height of the oven, but it's just narrower because you divide it in three right. pieces vertically. That's still considered significant enough to retain its original tumah, even in Atera, I believe. Now, if you divide it in half uh, evenly, so now you say perfect. There's no majority. Each one's exactly 3%. Uh, the problem is, it's impossible for you to divide it exactly in half. And therefore, we have to be chayish. Each half is. Is more. more. Therefore, they're both tummy misafik. When, however, it comes to a um, this this is a tap a flat kind of counter of earthenware. It has it's like a box of sorts that you divide it into basically. So in that case, you divide it in half exactly as far as your measurement of the eye goes. Tear the both tar misafik. Why? Because since when it comes to the counter, it has a ledge on all four sides. If you take the ledge off on any one of the four sides, now it's only tummy midrabanu, not matayda. Once you divide it in half this way, instead of being one large box with four sides, it's two smaller boxes, each three, with three sides closed, but the fourth side is open. And therefore, it's only Tommy Drabanon. Now, each of these two sides is Tommy Misafik. But Safik Drabanon, Lakula. Because each side might be the smaller side. And therefore, we say that they are both Tar, tame, uh, tar excuse me. No. They're both, both Tar, Midrabanon, Safik Drabanon, Lakula. If, however, even by a countertop, it wasn't exactly 50%, you can measure with your ruler that one is one millimeter bigger. In that case, the big one is tummy, the small one is tar. Why is that? Once you take off one of the four sides of this box-like device, this, type, this, this countertop, yes. it's no longer tummy at it's only tummy at So when you why divide... Is the, why is the girdle, why is the girdle tummy and the, and, and, and the cotton tar? When you take off one of the four sides, it's yeah. Tamid Rabbanon. Now, okay. if you have the... the tanner yeah, but the, 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 the tanner was... The tanner was... The tanner was... The tanner was... The tanner is Tamid Rabbanon. Tamid Rabbanon is Tamid Rabbanon. Therefore, if it's exactly 50% of your eyes, you have to be cheshesh. Each side might be more than 50%. And what's the difference between Tamid Rabbanon? Because the, we, we, when you have a tanner, 
and you break it into smaller parts, if one of those parts is fifty more than fifty percent of the original, it's still Tommy Minatoyo. Even though it's big and it's, it's correct. Said, it's no, so we're talking about so, so that the, the question of four tachlit tachlit is when you're making it shorter or tall, you're, you're, right. you're, you're cutting it down. Here you're cutting it vertically. You're not cutting it. You're not cutting it, making it shorter. It's the original height. It's just more narrow. Again, it's look at the picture small, over here. It's very small. Look at the difference. Why should you be telling me if it's so small? Okay, Akasha. It, it, it could be said, Abonim, Akaponim, it could be still functional. But Akaponim, when it, when it the whole question, the whole question of three tzibayish, four tzvachim, is you're talking about the oven, you're slicing it into pieces, right, okay. making it shorter. That's, that's a different issue. Okay, Gimel. Tan, dana, shechilka, lishlaisha. You have the tan divided in three parts, like we just said. You have one of them that's as big as the other two. And that, and that one is more than half of the original, basically. That's the case right. over here. Uh, so you have, let's say, one that's a little bit more than a half, and the other two are a little bit more than a third each. Hagadol Tomei, the big no. one is Tomei. No, no, one of them is 52%. The other two can't be a third a 24% each. each. A, qu- a quarter each, thank you, sorry. A little less than a quarter each, yeah. Hagadol Tomei, the large one is Tomei. And the small ones are Tomer. However, what happens if you now, you start cutting it like donuts down the horizontal, not vertically. Right. So now you have a bunch of rings. As long as each one of the individual, individual rings was less than four tzvachim, and when this four tzvachim comes back into play, because now we're talking about the vertical, the, the, the vertical issue, tar, it's tar. What if you go and you put them back up on top of the other, pile them back up, you re- rebuild the oven essentially, you now coat them with the clay once again. This is a new oven. It does not refer to a traditional tumma, it's a kabotuma now moving forward, but once you broke it, you broke it. And since each part was tar, you rebuild a new oven that's tar, and now it can become tummy moving forward. But, but not, but not, but fourth, 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 correct. Okay. Exactly. But Pasha's thing, he says very clear, as long as each one is less than for Tvachim. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky, but uh, you said it, so. This that we said that after you rebuild it, it becomes Tommy as a new oven, you have to, again, like we said in the previous right. Perik, fire it up with enough heat to be able to make these donuts, right? That's a general principle when it comes to ovens. What happens if you did like this? When you coated this new coating of clay on the inside and outside of this oven, you first, you, you, you did it in a way that it's not exactly touching, left a space of some kind. Right. Air space of sort, of right. some little amount between the coating of clay and the actual oven structure. And... Yeah, and that space... You filled up? Or, or yeah, so so uh, my, my example is a little more complicated. Let, 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 let's let's take it simple. These rings you pile one top of the other are not touching each other. You put like a layer of sand between them. So there's, there's a layer of sand separating these like little ring these rings no, of not on that comprise. He's talking about this way. Correct. You cut the oven around the, by, by uh, vertically, horizontally, right? Right. So now you by you piling it up, you put. I'm sorry, the first way I said is correct. No, but Pasha's, yeah. When you made this coating around the oven, oh. you put a layer of sand in between. As like a thin wall of sorts right. between the coating of clay and these rings that you repiled up. Right. So, yeah, between, or, or perhaps both. Yeah, no, no okay. let's say no. That, that between, between the coating and the. Um, so, in other words, the, the, the sand is not makabotum, it's not considered gaily, it's like stones, right? And the sand is, um, is, the sand is interposing between the, the layer of clay and the rings. So, there's no clay touching the actual original oven. There's this layer of sand all around, top to bottom, separating it inside and outside. In makabotum, this oven is not in makabotum. It's not considered a clicheris. 
Because a klicheris has to be made of earthenware. These are separate pieces. Each one's too small to be The coating of clay that would bind it to one keli is not touching it. There's a layer of rock or sand, if you will, between them. It's not a keli. This is what it says in the Mishnah. Both a nida and a woman's tar can bake together. And there's no problem. As long as you touch the food. But the point is the oven is all the same. Usually a nida puts her hand or she goes into an oven. That's a klicheris. It's a problem. Okay. So A woman who's tame, Anida, and a woman who's tar can bake in this oven and there's no difference. As long as she doesn't stick her hand in there. No, even she can the oven's not a kabbal The oven is not a kabbal Yeah, this is the type of oven we oh, said. Anida, exactly. Okay. Oh, you mean, this is the oven where we don't have to ask her, are you tar, are you tame? A woman comes over, can I borrow your oven? We don't have to ask her any questions. We don't care. If there's one height of arena is for tzvachim, so the din is that is that basically because in this case over here, where since the majority of the rings are not for tzvachim tall, and therefore as a, right, and only one is, and therefore as a whole, it's not considered like an oven min matayda. So therefore, this structure does not subject to the din of a tanner min It's only a tamim and he mistam b'magal and tam ba'avir the chamur geizer on a tuma, but only like a classic keli if the sharetz touches it, but not because it enters its airspace. Even if the sharetz goes in, even if the sharetz touches it, let's say the sharetz touches the whole thing, or let's say upon him, simply speaking, the sharetz touched the oven. Fine, the, only that ring is tummy. The rest of the oven is tar. Now again, you'll ask if that one ring is fort fachim, shouldn't it retain its original status? Akasha. Or Megaluk's status. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay, so the first we have a, you know, a whole a fun time with this, but the uh, Dalit. Tanner, Shabba Mechutach, Uman, you get a Tanner in the mail from Amazon, right. and it's, do it yourself, you put it together yourself. What's that store? Ikea, yeah? Beis Uman, yeah, from the, from the craftsman shop. Also Beis and you make on it supports, Shemakapsim Baileas Kachod, and those supports are what holds it together. It's like al Derech Lego, sort of, that that support is what makes it able to stand together. Uh, this is the picture that he depicts over here that it's like it's basically like, it's like a ring of some kind apparently the way, the way, so I said supports uh-huh. that, that's on the bottom here it's more like rings around it like these bra- like a brace like, like yeah. a brace around it that holds the, the holds these three pieces together Nasim Allah and you put on it the, 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 the support Vutar and, and the oven's a tar when now the oven became Tameh so what happens? Once you move this brace, Yitar becomes tar because now it's no longer a sustainable keli. Only as long as the brace is in place is it a keli. Even if you put them back together, put the brace back on, it's tar because you broke it and you put it back together. So you can do it ten times a day. Take the brace off, put it back on. Every time you do it, it becomes tar and tar again. However, if you forget the brace, you put a permanent clay coating on the inside and the outside. Now it's a Kabbal Tumah moving forward. Again, it's not revert to a traditional Tumah, but it is a Kabbal Tumah moving forward. Now, normally you have to fire up an oven in order for the Kabbal Tumah. Over here, you don't have to do that. Even though you put a new layer of clay, it's still soft. Because it came from the... It's an interesting halacha. They're not, the Mepharshim have a hard time with this. But basically... Right. And even though, again, you broke it down and recreated it and put a new layer of clay, and what made it a new layer of clay is, even though there's no braces, the fact there's a layer of clay there, that layer of clay that makes it into a sustainable keli can still be soft. And after the gain, the original parts are, are hard enough to be a kabbal Okay, interesting dichotomy. Hey, 
if you have an oven that you cut into rings, right? Like down, like 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 the, uh, down the center, you cut it on the, on the uh, across the waist the, um, of the of the oven. This is what I thought before. Here you put sand between the rings, so they're not touching each other. Right. And you smear the whole thing since it's one layer of clay, making them all essentially be considered connected. Despite the fact on the inside, if you had X-ray vision, you would see that the rings are separated by sand, because on the outside and the inside layers, there's a layer of clay connecting them. Unlike the case in Halacha Gimel, over there, the entire surface of the oven, inside and outside, had a layer of sand separating the clay from the original right. oven. That's why that was different. That's why that's not Makabal ever. Over here, the layer of clay is actually touching the, uh, the original oven pieces. It's just that those pieces have inside certain layers that are made of sand. Okay, Vav. Again, we're talking about a case of Pashtos where, oh no, it's irrelevant that these rings are Fort Vachem or tall or not because it's a brand new oven. Okay, Halacha Vav. The famous Gemara where Abelazar was arguing with the Chum and he said, if I'm right, the, the, the river should flow backwards uh, and the tree should jump up and go. That's this case, Tanesh Achnoi. Yoris Harivim, I'm sorry, that is the next case. Uh, the, uh, uh, that is Halacha Hei, Halacha Sorry, the case we just learned. Vav. Okay, so that was Halacha Hei. Yoris Harivim, Harivim, excuse me. A, uh, like a like a pit, like, 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 a, like a vat used by the Arabs. They dig a hole in the ground, an even round hole. They coat the hole with cement, the cement hardens, and you have like a, a tanner in the ground. Okay, you dig, dig in the hole and you make a, you, you smear it with cement. If theoretically speaking, if all the earth around this, the, the walls of this, uh, you widen the hole to the point that now the cement structure is standing by itself. It can stand by itself without the support of the ground. The kabotuma is the kabotuma because it's an oven, it's a cave. Even though it's the Imbalad, if it couldn't stand by itself that way, it sustained its own standing, the Osmet is too soft, or whatever, then Torah is not considered a, a real kid, it's just a pit in the ground. Okay. It's using Allah Hey, we said that it's the Kabul Tuma. And Rebbe Lazar was the one, right? Remember, he's, Rebbe Lazar was the one who said that it's Tahar. The Cham was saying it's Tahar. So we passed like the Cham over here. Yeah. Okay, all right. Vav. Uh, Zion, excuse me. Maybe person who brings little small pieces of earthenware, yeah. Deep guns and you connect them to each other, but katana out of them. And you make a layer of, 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 of clay inside and outside. This you can you fire up as you have to, like enough to cook donuts. Despite the fact that these original shards never had the original shear, making one big oven out of it exactly, that makes one big yeah, exactly. Despite the fact that each one is its own small piece, but the whole thing together with the layer of clay inside and outside makes it one big oven. You have to be yeah, he says Vesika. You yeah. have to massacre. Ches. Pete, um, Pete, excuse me. A, yeah, a large, a large, uh, a large barrel, a large barrel of earthenware. Shakir Zeloi, you remember What does that mean? Basically, basically, the bottom of the barrel, like a, like a base, the bottom part was like a little wider, a little stronger, a little thicker, so it's independent of the rest of the barrel. Vaso Tanner, and you make it into an oven. You make a, a, a layer on the outside. So in other words, you have the base of a barrel. Is there a picture over here? Let's see. It's like a big barrel. And you cut off the bottom. And you make a thunder. Yeah. Yeah, here's a picture of this. Basically, it's a barrel. You take This is the base. This is the bottom part of the barrel. I, again, this is rocket science. But this is just, you basically take it, you separated it, and you, 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 uh, you, made a, you made a layer of clay inside and outside. No, it's a regular barrel. It can't be used as an oven because it's not thick enough. The heat won't be insulated. You have to add clay to it. 
So, and you made you made it into a barrel, you made it into a tanner, which goes together with saying that you, you obviously you cooked in it for the purpose of cooking, but you also added the uh, sufficient coatings of, of clay on the outside in order to make it a proper tanner. Afbisha came kabbal out the face of kashir, despite the fact that, um, as we'll see in Allah, is a shear of how thick an oven has to be to be considered a proper oven, right? And what's, what's the, uh, how, how strong does it have to be? So the Perikid Ches, the Ram is going to talk about that. So even though it's it taka thick enough, a barrel might not, not, might not always be thick enough, but you added layers, we just said, so now it's kashir. Okay, good. It's tar. Because you have a kli cheres, not an oven, a kli cheres, a classic kli cheres, that became tar because you broke it. In this case, you broke it, you took the base off. It never reassumes tumor by any degree. Unless you made into a tanner and added a lay on the inside and the outside, in other words, you, you made a formal tanner out of it, that's when it's makabal tumor. But otherwise, it's not makabal tumor simply because. Um, over here. So over here, what's the difference? What didn't you do? What's the difference over here? Why is it a makabotoma? In other words, it has to be made into a tano. But what we didn't in this halacha over here is not considered like making it into a tano mamish. It's figuratively speaking a tano, but it's not actually considered halachically a tano. The reason for that is Oh. Sounds like what he means is, but you have to. You know, it's even fired up yet, so it's not considered an oven yet. In other words, even now lechayda, it's still it's orig- it has the original part of the, klich, the the barrel, and you just added a layer of, of uh, clay to it to make it sufficiently insulate. So whenever you're going to use it, it's going to be good enough. So lechayda, it was functional as a part of a barrel before. It's functional now as a tanner. So, so what is it lacking? The point is, it's not considered tanner yet. Until you actually fire something, until you actually use it for uh, harden the clay. That's what it seems. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but uh, okay. Halacha test. Tanner shells darken. A tanner of. Let's see what it says over here, actually. No. Okay. All right. I'm not 100% sure what's going on over here. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, you're reading where? Halacha test? Yeah. Tanner shall in a tanner that has cracks. Yeah. She also Each it cracks down the middle, so basically it's separate pieces, basically. And uh, or or good, fine. So yeah, so it's, so it's made of made of small pieces, made of small pieces of earthenware. And you clay on the outside to make it one. Okay, well, so that's the point of he says is actually that, that, no, you didn't do that. That, that, that. He actually emphasizes not like that. You made the individual coating for the individual pieces. I could see the original cracks. There's no cement holding together between the pieces. because it's not considered one big oven. The fact that all the individual shards have clay on inside and outside that doesn't make it. If, however, at that point I put something to hold the cracks together, let's say clay, lime, 
gypsum, which is uh, again, some kind of binding agent, then even though it's not being held by clay, but there's enough clay on it, the fact that it's being held together by these things, that makes the oven a, a proper oven. If, however, it's being held together by something which is not permanent, like charsis, which according to the Ramam over here, apparently is a paste made from ground earthenware with water. Kind of like a not a real cement. It's not. It's not really hard. It's. It's not. Doesn't hold like cement. Tar, which apparently this kind of tar is different than the tar in the previous parak or perikidalid, which is a better kind of tar. Uh, perikidalid Rama says that that it's going to be good to seal an oven of earthenware with tar. Here, apparently Rama. Oh, sorry. By regular earthenware, Kaili tar is considered a good seal. By a tanner, it'll melt. Doesn't doesn't help you. And gypsum also. Uh, sorry. And uh, what's the what's the one over here? Buffies. Which is again got like a weak a weak bind. Shava wax obviously will melt. Shmarim were like you know sediments from uh, something of dough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dough of some kind. Yeast. Batzik aglolim. No, that's batzik is dough. Aglolim or turds. Okay, these are all different things that are not going to really hold it together in a permanent fashion. Therefore, tar is considered tar. Exactly as it works. If you bind the pieces together with something you can't make an oven out of, it's not considered like a, a good binding. And therefore, the oven is not considered connected. It's considered independent pieces. It's not makabo toma. Yud. Sedek tanner. If you have a crack in an oven. So the oven is cracked. So what do you do to prevent the oven from... Here's, here it's cracked. So rather than coming apart, you put it in the corner. The corner holds it together, holds it together because the oven is not going to uh, widen. The cracks are going to widen because you have to push it against the wall. It can't. The wall is holding it in. Like over here, this is this is this is this is this. Uh, the crack is the crack is facing the corner. It can't get wider because the cor- the corner that is holding it in. So, and you put he uh, puts uh, again once it cracked, it was in a way it's it's, it's taller. But what's holding it together is the, the wall and the sides of the oven that you can still see that not facing the corner, you put the cement there, new new cement. But tar is still tar because since um, what's holding the, the, the oven to the wall is... Um, even though you attach the oven to the actual wall of the home itself, or if I care, because you attached to the wall, actually, it's not the gate if you attach to the home because even the tanner, the Karka, is still a Kabotumba. But the point is that the, the, the clay that you shmeer on the sides is irrelevant. Um, and it's tar, I guess it's tar. It seems because that, that, that what's holding it together is the wall of the house. It's not really considered a full oven, a full, a full tanner. Yeah. The, um, sorry, so that, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the that's the word. Okay, Yiralf, Dav Shaltaner. You have an oven, and the oven sometimes has like a, like a shelf sticking out on the side. On that shelf, you'd put let's say the thing coming out of the oven, the, the bread that comes out of the oven. Let's say. Shnosne bezavis, this oven boy, that you put in the corner to be able to bake with it. Tar, it's tar. Yeah. Right, it's not considered. It's not considered like, like the oven itself. The image of a tanner, if the shelf is so big that it's more than half a tanner, mekabotuma. It is mekabotuma. I, I, I wish I had a picture of this. Aleph, right? What does he have over here? Ah. So, 
I'm not sure what he's trying to say over here. This is the picture he tries to sell at Lachid Aleph, where it's apparently some kind of shelf of the oven that used to be part of an oven, or it's still part of an oven where you, where you, uh, you put the bread on it when it comes out of the oven, and you put it next to a yeah somehow next to a wall. And that, that the point is, is that the point is that the, the, that um, this shelf is not considered kaidah with the atzmi, but if it's a majority of the oven, it is considered kaidah with the atzmi. All right, yud beis. You have a tanner. And you... A tanner is attached to the ground. Now, you fill the bottom half of the oven with dirt. So now, essentially, the inside of the oven is only half the size now. Yeah? If the tanner becomes tummy because the sherets fell into its airspace but didn't touch it, then only the part of the oven which is... Which it's not filled with, with earth... Only that part is Mechabal But the bottom part of the oven is not Mechabal Tumor. Or you could learn shot that only food stuck to the oven or food in the top part of the airspace is Mechabal Tumor. If there's food stuck in, you know, buried in the earth, that's not Mechabal Tumor. Alright. If, however, you touch the oven and it touched on the inside, in that case, the Tumor, we're going to that, that, um, it's 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 a kabbalatum even the whole entire thing even the bottom half which is now filled with earth. Why is that? Because apparently once you fill it with earth, the material the, the bottom part's not tummy anymore. The chum were grazer though, and the chum were grazer that if it touches it, it's more severe than if it just just went to its airspace. Yud gimel hakira. Now we're using the term ah. Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay, Bamiya starts. The word, so you have the words Kfar Be'an and Lachel Shabbos, Shakira? Bamiya, the first word is Hakira without the Shin. Okay. Makayim Shvisa Shtei Kaderis. What is a Kira? It's a place for this place for, we had the picture yesterday, space for two ovens to sit, two pots to sit. Kupach Kupach is Makayim Shvisa Kaderis. It's very similar except only one space for one pot. The fichin, therefore, if you divide a kira along its width, in, 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 in which case now both of these two places to put the pot have been split in half. But down its length, in which case the two individual uh, uh, places to put the pot are still there, but they're just separate now. Yeah, if we had one big oven, you have two small ovens. Or one big stove, they have two small stoves. Kubach, or Kubach, has one hole in the middle. Whether it's, whether it's this way or that way, tar, it's tar, because you have no longer have a full, a full place to put the pot. You'd doubt it. All right. Hakalossus. What is a colossus? A colossus apparently is this. Right? This is a colossus. Now, <laughs> it's a. It's, it's, uh, here, this this picture over here. Or right, he has another picture over here. It basically, it's this structure where they would have this, huh? A stove, yeah, with a stove with like a base under it, and and um, and uh, normally with this little hole in the bottom, this looks like a mouse hole. You put the fire in. Under that, you have the earth. Here, they make like a platform, and sometimes they would hollow out a place in the platform. So that instead of sitting in that little area, it would sit a little lower, actually. That's what, it, that's what the Colossus is. Shabbat batim. As opposed to a commercial one, I'm not sure what the difference is. That you, that you have an opening in the bottom. So now, oh, this is a good picture, actually. 
Yeah. Uh, is this the same one? Yeah. In other words, over here, you see here, there's a space. It's a very, but it's lower. There's, there's space where you put the fire lower down so the, 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 the top of the coals and the bottom of the pot are a few inches further now. Or a few, maybe, you know, more than a few inches. If this hole you made on the on the, uh, this, this indentation in the base is less than three tefachim, like a regular kira. Why shimyasik pachasmul mata bapchasmul mata? If you're going to fire up the oven in that space below, it is vashakadel myla. The pot sitting on the on the stove, you're going to have enough to cook. If, however, this indentation was more than three tefachim, now there's a lot more space from between the fire and the the, the pot with the, with the water with the food. Fire is too far from the pot correctly. It's not considered a proper kiddush. If you fill it up with a stone or a rock, it's still tar because. Um, it's not permanently fixed there. If you, if you, if you, however, you fill the hole up with cement in a way that, that now you're not going to make the hole deeper anymore. At that point, the stone becomes part of the ground of the kira. And now there's not a lot of space between the fire and the pot. And therefore, the whole thing is a kabotuma this moment moving forward. Yeah, the issue was that in the first part of the halacha, he only coated the clay on one side, on the outside. And in the end of the halacha, he quoted the, he quoted the, he quoted the clay layer on inside and outside.